الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن عدة الشهور عند الله اثنى عشر شهرا في كتاب الله يوم خلق السماوات والأرض منها أربعة حرم ذلك الدين القيم فلا تظلموا فيهن أنفسكم وقاتلوا المشركين كافة كما يقاتلونكم كافة وعلموا أن الله مع المتقين صدق الله العظيم إمام ابن كثير رحمه الله have narrated in his tafsir on the authority of a well-known scholar of tafsir, Imam Qatada rahimahullah, who says, Inna Allah astafa safaya min khalqih. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen certain things out of his creatures. Istafa min al-malaikati rusula. Allah chose some of the angels to bring messages to Anbiya So out of all angels, these angels were chosen for this great work. And they were honored to be assigned this task. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose وَمِنَ النَّاسِ رُسُلًا Chose Anbiya and messengers out of human beings also. Those are the chosen people of Anbiya of, of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَاسْطَفَى مِنَ الْكَلَامِ ذِكْرُهُ Out of all conversation, out of all talk, anything a person can utter, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of all of that, He chose His dhikr to be the greatest thing a person can see. وَاصْطَفَى مِنَ الْأَرْضِ مَسَاجِدِ And out of every piece of land, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the masajid to be the best places on this earth. وَاصْطَفَى مِنَ الشُّهُورِ رَمَضَانِ وَأَشْهُرِ الْحُرُمِ Out of all month, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the month of Ramadan and the four sacred months that are known as Ashhur al-Hurum. We will come back to this inshallah. وَاصْطَفَى مِنَ الْأَيَّامِ الْجُمْعَةِ Out of all days, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the day of Jum'ah. وَمِنَ الْلَيَالِ لَيْلَةَ الْقَدْرِ Out of all nights, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose Laylatul Qadr to be the greatest of all nights. Then Imam Qatada rahimahullah says, فَعَظِّمُوا مَا عَظَّمَ اللَّهِ Always honor and respect what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have honored. One of the things that Imam Qatada rahimahullah has pointed out here is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of all months He chose the month of Ramadan and the sacred months that are four months that are referred to in the ayah of Surah At-Tawbah that I just recited at the beginning. Minha arba'atun hurum. Allah tells us, the day I created the heaven and the earth, I divided the year into 12 months. Ithna ashara shahran fi kitabillah. Yawma khalaq as-samawati wal-ard. Minha arba'atun hurum. Out of those 12 months, I chose four months to be the sacred months. Out of these four months, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the month of Muharram. It's known as Shahrullah, the month of Allah. In fact, first thing, look at the name itself. It's known Muharram, the sacred month. These are four Ashurul Hurum. And this is specifically Muharram. And they call it Muharram because all kind of fighting wars was not allowed during the month of Muharram. It's forbidden. And Muharram, something is haram, is forbidden. Which means telling us that there are certain things that are forbidden during this month as a respect to this time of the year. So it's a very special time of the year. Therefore, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions the hadith narrated by Imam Muslim rahimahullah in his sahih. On the authority of Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu, أَفْضَلُ الصِّيَامِ بَعْدَ شَهْرِ رَمَضَانَ شَهْرُ اللَّهِ الْمُحَرَّمِ the best, the best fasting outside of the month of Ramadan is the fast that was kept during the month of Muharram. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this hadith of Sahih Muslim, he calls it Shahrullah al-Muharram. The fasting of the month of Allah, which is Muharram. In other hadith, rated by Imam Tirmizi and Imam Ahmad bin Hamad rahimahullah, on the authority of Sayyidina Ali, Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu, who says that I was sitting with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and a person came and asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, أَيُّ شَهْرٍ تَأْمُرُنِي أَنْ أَصُومَ بَعْدَ شَهْرِ رَمَضَانِ 
outside of Ramadan, if I like to fast during one of the months, which month would you ask me to fast? Which month should I fast outside of the month of Ramadan? If I want to choose one month out of all the other 11 months. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِن كُنْتَ صَائِمًا بَعْدَ شَهْرِ رَمَضَانِ فَصُمِ الْمُحَرَّمِ If you are to fast any day outside of Ramadan and you want to choose just a month, one month for that, then choose the month of Muharram. فَإِنَّهُ شَهْرُ اللَّهِ Now Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is mentioning the reason why I'm advising you to fast during the month of Muharram. He said, فَإِنَّهُ شَهْرُ اللَّهِ This is the month of Allah. Of course, every time belongs to Allah. And every month belongs to Allah. Every day belongs to Allah. But Rasulullah specifically says about this month, فَإِنَّهُ شَهْرُ اللَّهِ This is the month of Allah. Then he specifies that also. To answer this question, فِيهِ يَوْمٌ تَابَ فِيهِ عَلَىٰ In this month, there is a day in which Allah accepted the repentance of a nation. A nation that was doomed to be uh, to be destroyed. According to their a'mal, their sins, their wrongdoings, they were supposed to be destroyed, just like other nations were destroyed, the Qawm of Thamud and Ad and Fir'aun and his people. That nation was supposed to be destroyed and on that day when they repented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they were forgiven. وَيَتُوبُ فِيهِ عَلَىٰ قَوْمٍ آخرين. And Allah will forgive another nation that is to come in the same day. A nation that would be in the similar situation due to their sins and wrongdoings. They are supposed to be destroyed they would repent on that day and Allah will forgive them. And if this is for a whole nation, Allah will forgive a whole nation in this ummah. A time will come that the whole community, the whole ummah will be forgiven on that one day. So if the whole ummah can be forgiven on that day, why can't individuals be forgiven on that day? Why can't small communities be forgiven on that day? Why can't families be forgiven on that day? And especially when we all together turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we all repent to Allah together, we remove our grudges, our hatred, all of our hard feelings, that is destroying us internally. We remove all of that out of our hearts. We purify and clean our hearts. And we turn to Allah together. Allah guarantees that all of you will be forgiven. O believers, all of you together repent to Allah that you may succeed. Jami'an, together, repent to Allah. At least we can get together with our families. And all of us together decide we are going to give up 
disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in whichever form we as a family are disobeying Allah. Time of repentance. Repent together. Come up with a decision that we are not going to be disobeying Allah anymore. That's it. The whole family agrees to that. These are the wrong things that we have been doing. We can't afford to continue doing this anymore. These are the haram things that we have been following. We are not going to do these things anymore. Tubu ilallahi jamia. Oh believers, all of you together, turn to Allah in repentance. And you know, the word tawbah is even beyond the word istighfar. Istighfar is just seeking forgiveness. Tawbah is when you turn to Allah. There is someone whom you know that he can help you in a situation. And you talk to the person and he turns you down. And you continue talking to the person. And he keeps on turning you down. And then, he tells you to go away. As you're going away, you keep on looking back. This is Tawbah when you're turning back. And as you move few steps away, you realize there is no one else I can go and talk to about this. He's the only person who can help me. So you go back to the person. This is Tawbah for people who had been running away from Allah for all of this time. We look back and we realize that no one else is going to open any door for us if Allah will close that door on us. And if Allah will open it, no one can close that door on me. And we all together, we rush back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We turn back to Allah. لا مَنْجَأَ وَلَا مَنْجَأَ مِنْكَ إِلَّا إِلَيْكَ There is no security. There is no safety. There is no way of taking any refuge or protection anywhere in the world except by turning to you, Ya Allah. So now we decided we all are turning to you and coming back to you, Ya Allah. This is Tawbah. This is turning to Allah, going back to Allah that after realizing that He is the only one that can help us, that can support us. He is the only one that can do what we'd like to get done. Things that Everyone else have rejected us. Everyone else have closed the doors. And I realize that if I knock at Allah's door, there is no way that that door will be closed for me on, on forever. And especially on occasions like this, when he himself says that I guarantee that there will be people who would be getting full forgiveness on that day and full help on this day. It's the same day about which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in the hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day after so many years hundreds of years of torture on Bani Israel that was the day when Allah opened the door of the Nusra for Bani Israel and he helped Bani Israel as they were leaving Egypt with Sayyidina Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and he destroyed Fir'aun and his army it is the day of the Nusra of Allah it is the day of the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Imam Ibn Jarir rahimahullah writes on the authority of Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu that the nation of Yunus alayhi salatu wasalam there were so the signs of adab. Yunus alayhi salam left the country 
He left the people as he saw the signs of adab of Allah. And he was told by Allah, within three days this nation will be destroyed. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas says, It was that day on the 10th of Muharram that the nation of Yunus alayhi salatu wasalam turned to Allah in repentance and they all were forgiven. Yunus alayhi salam comes back, the nation is still there. According to Ali radiallahu anhu, Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu says that Fir'aun, when he challenged Musa alayhi salatu wasalam to prove that he is a messenger of Allah and prove to them that there is God beside Fir'aun wal billah. As he used to say, Ya ayyuhal mala, ma alimtu lakum min ilahin ghayri. O people, there is no God beside me. See, we say, la ilaha illallah. He used to say, ma alimtu lakum min ilahin ghayri. There is no God beside me. Finally, as Musa salam started proving to people, and people are getting convinced with the proofs of Musa والسلام, Fir'aun changes the claims a little bit. And he says, If there is any other God, remember I am the greatest of those gods. This is the claim. He says, don't you see all the rivers are flowing underneath me. A day came when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed everyone that the river was not flowing underneath him. He was under the river. He was under the same water that he was so proud of. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us in the hadith that that was the 10th of Muharram. And before that, Mufassirin say that Fir'aun faced a day in his life that was the most humiliating day in his life before he died. And that was the day when Musa alayhi salatu wasalam had that debate and challenge with the magicians. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave Musa alayhi salatu wasalam the victory. Ali radiallahu anhu says that was also on the 10th of Muharram. Which is telling us that it's a special day of maghfirah. It's a special day of nusrah, of getting the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a day when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala truly opens the doors of repentance and forgiveness. And anyone who turns to Allah with sincerity, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants that person the forgiveness, be it individual or nations. And therefore Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to fast on this day. One of the ways of getting more time to do the ibadah of Allah. Number two, reminding ourselves of being the true servants of Allah is through fasting. When we are not eating. We know during the month of Ramadan, we try not to do things that otherwise if it wasn't the month of Ramadan, we may fall into it. But it's the month of Ramadan, I'm fasting, I'm not going to get into this. So fasting is one of the great ways of protecting ourselves against sins. Imagine the day of forgiveness when Allah is saying, turn to me, ask me for forgiveness for all of your past and I will forgive you. And God forbid if on that day someone is still continuing committing sins.
what type of crime that must be considered in the record of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to fast on this day. In fact, the fasting of this day is so important that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to fast this day even before the fasting of Ramadan became fard. When he was in Makkah, he used to fast on this day, the 10th of Muharram. And before the fasting of Ramadan, the fasting of Ashura was fard, was obligatory. When the fasting of, uh, of Ramadan became fard, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, from now on, fasting of Ashura is not fard, but still I encourage you to fast. And then he said that it's a way of giving thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for saving Sayyidina Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. When we give thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not by having a party, is by fasting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We like to celebrate our own birthdays and different occasions by having parties. If you're really thankful to Allah, fast on that day. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to fast on Mondays. He says this is the day when our deeds are presented to Allah. I was born on that day. Thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the life he gave me. He's fasting on that day. It's not a party. It's not eating more. It's not having different items of food. This is fasting for the sake of Allah. Sharing your food with others. This is the way of giving thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, after the fasting of Ramadan became fard, still encouraged sahaba to continue fasting on the 10th of Muharram. So it's, it's so important, subhanallah, an amazing, amazing hadith that would just make us think of how much importance Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had for the fasting on this day. He must have known a lot about it. He must have known what is it that we can get on this day. And he wants us to make sure we are busy in the ibadah of Allah on that day. Hafiz ibn Hajar rahimahullah narrated in Fath al-Bari with an acceptable chain of narrator that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to tell all the foster mothers of his children and later on of his grandchildren, he used to tell the foster mothers of his children, which means children under the two years of age, they're still breastfeeding. He used to tell their foster mothers, their, his kids and his grandkids foster mothers, that don't feed my children today on the day of Ashura. Don't feed them today. He used to take some of his saliva and apply it in the children's mouth that will keep them healthy for the day and they will not need and get enough nourishment just by that saliva of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The barakah of that, that they would not demand any food for the rest of the day. Of course, this is not to tell us we should do the same thing. But it is to tell us the importance of it that he wanted even every child of his family to be fasting on that day. And then when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was in Medina Munawwara, 
And he asked the Yahud of Medina that you people fast on the same day. What's the reason? They said because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Musa alayhi salatu was salam on this day. Remember, sometime by reading this hadith or similar hadith, we get confused and we think that he started fasting after that. No, he used to fast even when he was in Mecca. He used to fast before even the fasting of Ramadan became further. He used to fast on Ashura. But now he finds out that they also fast on the 10th of Muharram. So he said now, in order for us not to have resemblance in our ibadah with other people's ibadah, just to keep our ibadah distinguished from all the ibadat of other people, just like our salah is different, our fasting of 30 days of Ramadan is different, our hajj is different, every ibadah is different. So Rasulullah said, to keep that distinction, if I would be alive next year, I will fast for the 9th and the 10th, two days, so that there is no resemblance in the ibadah. This is just like Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ordered us to offer a sacrifice, aqiqah, for our children upon the birth of our children. And we know that order. It is sunnah. If you have a child, you offer a sacrifice. As a giving thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, this is also a method of protecting your child from the evils. How many do we offer for a boy? Two. How many for girls? One. And right there, all the flags will be raised. Rights of women in Islam. See, there is no importance of women. The girls are getting only one. When you have girl, you sacrifice only one. When you have a boy, you sacrifice two. There, there is a discrimination here. And then we keep on collecting these type of things where we have no understanding of our deen. Or people have no understanding of deen will raise these type of questions. The hadith in Sunan Abi Dawood, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he had his grandson, Hassan radiallahu anhu, he sacrificed only one lamb on his behalf. His own grandson, Hassan. He sacrificed one lamb. Then he found out that the Yahud in Medina Munawar are doing the same thing. They sacrifice a lamb for their boys, but they don't sacrifice any for the girls. So he asked them, you don't sacrifice anything for girls? They said, no. You sacrifice one for boy, yeah? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Sahaba Ridwanullahi alayhi so that we don't resemble them in our ibadah. We want our, our ibadah to be distinguished. And therefore, from now on, leave the girl as it is because they don't sacrifice any for the girls, but for the boys we will make it too. So that there is no resemblance in that ibadah. So this is the reason why it became two for the boys that they used to do one and none for the girls. They said, we don't want to resemble. Girls, there is no resemblance because they don't do it. You sacrifice one lamb. But for the boys, we do one and that's one there. So it resembles that ibadah. In ibadah, we want a distinction. of We have, want our ibadah to be distinguished from other ibadah, from the ibadah of other nations. Therefore, we will make it two for a boy. So this is the same thing that Rasulullah mentioned about Muharram. May Allah, about Ashura. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to get the full forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything we may have done in our past. In other hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, for the fasting of Ashura, I have a great uh, uh, hope from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that your one sin, one year sin, one year of the past will be totally forgiven for every wrong you may have done. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all of us for the year and for everything we may have done in the past. 
And may Allah allow us to connect ourselves to our Rabb, our Deen, our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam through these ibadat.